Blog Talk Radio. It's time for Legally Steal with your host, S.E. Day. Good morning, America. Thank you, Bill, for that wonderful introduction. Hey, it's your host of the Legally Steal show, S.E. Day, back on your financial tip. Listen, yesterday we celebrated the 4th of July. The 4th of July. America is 249 years old. A relatively young country, but let me tell you, we are kicking asses and taking names. It's the best country on the planet. Wouldn't want to be anywhere else, but I'm glad to be here. So, I've been gone. I've been out of pocket. I've been around the world. I've made investments, some good, some bad. I've gained a lot, lost a lot, but most of all, I've learned a lot, and I'm here to bring it to you. So I got a question for you. You ready? Are you on financial track? You know, six months ago, we had that great brand new year come in, and every year we sit down and we make these financial goals of where we want to be and what we're going to do. So today I want you to take a financial checkup. It's your financial pulse. You're six months into the year. Have you gained what you wanted to gain? Are you where you want to be? Or let me ask, did you fall the hell off the wagon? Are you broke? Struggling? Somehow it just didn't go right? Well, that's what we're here to do today. We're here to check your financial pulse, give you some information, and guide you back on track so you can finish out this year strong before that, you know, holiday comes up. You know the one, the one that blows your budget to hell, and then you're into the next year, six months again, paying off the debt that you had this year, the Christmas holidays. You know the one I'm talking about. So listen, stay tuned. We'll be right back, and we have a great show lined up for you today. I'm glad to be back. Hey, Radio Land, this is your host, S.E. Day. You know, here at the Legally Steal Show, we don't stroke your ears with music, but we do leave your brain all satisfied with the climax of issues that matter most to your wallet. Tune in to us Saturdays at 11 a.m. where we'll discuss the pressing issues of the day. Only on the Legally Steal Show, we're bringing you issues that matter most to your wallet. Welcome back to the Legally Steal Show. Once again, here's S.E. Day. America, I just lied to you. We are not 249 years old. Maybe I got all excited. You know, I just celebrated a birthday. The country celebrated a birthday. We are not 249 years old. Uh, Not officially. We are 239 years old. That's okay. I got my math together. You can still trust me. I'm the financial guy. I can tell you what you need to know. I just messed up on the birthday. Yeah, thanks for pointing that out, Bill. Thanks. Listen, back to the show. Back to are you on track? You know, the first thing you need to do, the first thing you need to do, my listeners, is check your budgets. Now, the budget is the first step. Your budget is the first step to determining if you are back on track. And it's real simple. Most software programs on your computer, you can look up budget and you can create a budget. It's a format 
but it tells you every day of what you're doing or you know you can break it down to every day but it's normally a monthly deal and it tells you what you're spending on your utilities what you're spending on your car what you're spending on your mortgage or rent what you're paying on your credit cards more importantly what are you saving and secondly how in tune are you to what you're spending? Spending is the biggest crasher of a budget. And we tend to spend carelessly because we don't really process five, ten dollars spent at a time as, you know, devastating your budget. But I like to throw this at you for a second. You work your job, you go to your job every day. But on the way to your job, and I'm sure you've heard this before, but on the way to your job, you stop by, say, a Starbucks, and you pick up your latte, $5. You don't think about it, but you do that five times in a week. That's $25 you just spent. Now you go to lunch. Instead of packing it at home and bringing it in with you, you go to lunch. That lunch may cost you anywhere from 10 to $20. You're doing that five times a week, you just spent 50 to to $100. Now, that's $125. Okay, 75 to to $125 that you spend on average every week. Now, you do the calculations on that and see what it comes to in a year. You know what? I'll help you out. I got my calculator right here, old handy dandy. So we're going to do 75. And let's say you don't work all 52 weeks, but you do work 50. You're going to do that times 50. That's $3,750 that you spent. And that was on the lower end. That was $75 a week. $3,750 you just spent in a year, and you have nothing to show for it. Well, you had a good taste in your mouth, but that taste is brushed away as soon as you brush your teeth. So here's where I'm going. Your budget, setting a budget for yourself, you can check your financial pulse to see where you are, if you're on track, and if you're not on track, what you need to do to get on track. You know, I want to talk about budgets a little bit more before I go into those other two things, savings and spending. Over the years, I've done budgets for people, and real simple budget, nothing elaborate, just a real simple budget, and I've had people crying literally crying, tears rolling down their faces because they could not believe that they were that careless, that they were spending that type of money annually, and it was crashing their budgets. And I can tell you, it's real simple. When you do your your W-4 at your job or your, your, your and you calculate how much money the government gets and you bring home, it's real easy to set up your budget, but it's very, it's even easier to blow your budget. Now, we just did a little number, a small number of lunch, coffee, every week for 50 weeks. And again, that was on the lower end. If you did the higher end, it's even more. But those are small amounts, small amounts. You go to add in entertainment, you go to adding in, you know, fuel for your vehicle, um, you go to adding in transportation costs, say you're on mass transit, and you will realize that you are spending a large amount of money every month. And that money could be put to other good uses. 
Now, again, budgets are really not hard to achieve, but it's something that if you can create it for yourself, you can create a better financial outcome, a better financial picture for yourself and your future. Because spending money and wasting money uh, can devastate your livelihood. Now, let me tell you, let me tell you, I recently, you know, took on a new project and I realized that I was spending, and the reason I brought that analogy up about the coffee, I realized that, you know, daily I was doing the same thing and I realized, you know what, how much would I save if I bought me a coffee pot? Okay, a little one cup deal that would probably cost me, you know, 25, 30 bucks. How much money would I save over a year if I bought the coffee pot and I bought my own coffee? Because, you know, we tend to go to these places. We don't tend to get the coffee that we like. We try to get as close to it as we can. But I like blending my coffees. I don't like just one coffee. I like blending my coffees. And I realized that by doing that, I saved myself just on the coffee end instead of $5 a day. A cup of coffee a day averages me about a dollar a day, about a dollar a day. Now, you do that, you know, hey, five times 50, I'm spending about $250 a year on coffee instead of, you know, the other side, the high end of $1,000 or $1,300, $1,400 on coffee. Now, again, that's real simple. But if you do your budget and you really be realistic with yourself, okay, when you're sitting down to do your budget, Budgets are very personal, they're very private, and you can do it with yourself, to yourself. But please, do not lie to yourself. Tell the truth. And once you see the truth of how much money you're spending, then you're going to realize what other things you could be doing with that money you are blowing. Remember, keep this in mind, every business, every business in America is chasing your Dollar, they're chasing your dollar. You see it in advertisements. You see it um, everywhere you go. You hear people talk about it. But every business is chasing your dollar. If you're gonna give it to them, be wise when you give it. Hey, stay tuned. We'll be right back. We're gonna take a break. Uh, we'll be right back, and then we're gonna talk about that thing called savings. Is it real? Is it achievable? Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hey, Radio Land, this is your host, S.E. Day. You know, here at the Legally Steal Show, we don't stroke your ears with music, but we do leave your brain all satisfied with the climax of issues that matter most to your wallet. Tune in to us Saturdays at 11 a.m. where we'll discuss the pressing issues of the day. Only on the Legally Steal Show, we're bringing you issues that matter most to your wallet. Welcome back to the Legally Steal Show. Once again, here's S.E. Day. Welcome back to the show. Earlier, we were talking about budgets and how you can actually check your financial pulse by utilizing a budget. Well, this segment, I want to talk about savings, okay? And it's, it's, it's not your, I'm not talking about your 401ks or your thrift savings at your job. I'm talking about the savings that you, yourself, you actually do. But before we go into that, I want to talk about something a little deeper because Savings is something that's that's not on the surface. It's something that goes deeper. 
deeper into understanding. Many of us do not understand the value of money. And when you don't understand the value of money, it's very hard for you to do something as simple as saving money. All right? Now, I want you to think about this for a second. How many of you look at a dollar in your pocket and you say, it's just a dollar? Okay? If you lose a dollar, how devastated would you be? Probably not at all. Be like, I lost a dollar, damn. Or I had a dollar, you know, I was going to use it to do something. And we do that because we equate it to the value of the products or services that we purchase. Okay? For instance, you're driving down the road and, you know, you feel thirsty. So you pull over to your local convenience store and you want a cola. You go in and you see several different colas here and as the the convenience store will say well we have on sale here you buy two cokes for two dollars and fifty cents okay that's nothing to you two dollars and fifty cents is nothing to you but imagine if you took that two dollars and fifty cents and you saved that two dollars and fifty cents on a daily basis all right times 365 days, that $2.50 would equate to $912.50. Again, we don't quite understand the value of money, which is, you know, causes a problem for your everyday person to actually save a dollar. We will get our hair done for the women. We will go and get a shave for the men, you know, get a trim. We will go and, you know, buy another pair of shoes that we really don't need because, you know, I'm a, I'm a firm believer in if you want to get new stuff, you have to clean out your old stuff in order to put new stuff in. Um, we will buy the latest gadgets. We will spend money. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not telling you you can't enjoy life. Just enjoy it wisely. While you're buying something, make sure you're putting something aside. As for myself... I have to justify making a purchase. Seriously, I have to justify making a purchase. I ask myself a series of questions. How bad do I need this? First of all, do I need this? Second, how bad do I need this? Third, by not having this, what would it do to my livelihood? Now, if I can answer all three of those questions in a positive way, then it justifies me buying it. But I also have to look at it and say, by buying this, the fourth question, by buying this, will it devastate my budget? If it's not going to devastate my budget and the other three questions are positive, I can make the purchase. But I do that on everything, everything that I buy or I purchase. I make sure it's justified within me. Now, Let's go into the dynamics of it. Savings. How much do you need to save? Okay, you can go from a biblical standpoint and you say 10%. You can go from an economist standpoint and you say 20%. Here's the deal. I don't care if you save 5%, 20%, 50%. I don't care. Just get into the habit of saving. 
Again, I'm not talking about your 401k money. I'm not talking about your, you know, your thrift savings. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about once you get your take-home pay, you know, your net pay of what you actually get in your account, why aren't you putting 50, 25, 50, $100 aside? Doesn't sound like a lot. But if you start putting it aside every pay period, every pay period, you're going to see a dramatic difference at the end of the year. Now, imagine that you put aside because, you know, a lot of us don't want to do the numbers because it's too tedious. But we take $50. Let's say you get paid 24 times a year. All right. Let's say we're generous. You're going to do it at 26 times a year. That's $1,300, $1,300 every year. Now, let's say you work on your job for 20 years. Hopefully, you're going to put more aside. But just that, working on your job for 20 years, you would be having your savings account $26,000. Now, you say, what is $26,000? Not a lot of money for 20 years. Well, hopefully, you're going to put more aside than just $50. But what I'm saying to you is, if you do not put anything aside, you won't have anything in savings. Right now, right now, the average person working in America only has two weeks of savings set aside. Two weeks of savings. Now, what do I mean, what do I mean when I say two weeks of savings? Basically, if you lost your job, within two weeks, you will have to find another job or you'll be out on the street. Two weeks of savings set aside. And we say, well, it's just hard to save. It really, it isn't. Really, it isn't. Because think about it. And I pick on everybody. So it's not just, you know, one thing, one company. But let's say a bag of Doritos for $3.49 or $4.29. Uh, do you have to have it? By having that bag of Doritos, is it going to improve your livelihood? Chances are it's not, you know, may put a couple of pounds on your rear. Uh, does it make your life better? Will it improve your savings at the end of life or at retirement? Let's not go so dramatically. End of life at retirement. Chances are it's not. Again, I'm not telling you you can't enjoy a bag of Doritos, but you have to ask yourself, how much money am I spending in what? To what advances will it afford me? If you can't answer those questions positively, then maybe you should put that money aside. It's real simple. If you are getting paid electronically in just about every job now, they want you to have direct deposit. So you're getting paid electronically. Why don't you just simply allocate a certain amount to go into savings every pay period? You may say to yourself, See, I'm already doing that. I mean, you're not telling me anything new. Really? How about the additional money that you have? Because you've already, you know, you're a smart person. You put that money aside. But now you have extra money in your account every month. Extra money. What do you do with it? Do you order a pizza? Or do you enjoy family night by buying the products for a pizza and making it with your family sitting at home and saving yourself a few dollars? What do you do with the extra money? If you have extra money in your account, why not put extra money in your savings account? It's all for your good. Listen, either you're going to 
retire or you're going to die young. And if you plan on retiring, my suggestion is start putting more money into your savings account. Get into the habit of doing it. Before you do that, understand the value of money. Okay, right now, I'm sure the people in Greece didn't realize that they were going to be heading for a financial meltdown. A financial meltdown. Can you imagine here in America, we are going for a financial meltdown and there's a run on the banks? And the banks are only giving out $63 or $66 per ATM transaction? You would be mad as hell. Guess what? They're mad as hell in Greece, but they can't do anything about it. What I'm telling you, put money aside. A rainy day will come. I can guarantee it. You live long enough, a rainy day will come. Just when you think your life is going the way you want it to, bam, here's that Mack truck coming out on your left. You will get hit. And if you don't have something set aside, you're going to hurt. And I'm telling you, I've been there as an entrepreneur. 16 years I've been there. I've gained a lot, and I've lost everything, everything, because I didn't have money put aside. Uh, Yes, even the financial guy goes through financial issues because there are those unexpected things in life. But what I'm telling you is get wise, be frugal with your money, and start putting something aside, 5%, 10%. Do it every time you receive money. They call it paying yourself. Pay yourself even more. What's your worth? How valuable are you? Pay yourself, and I guarantee you'll see your net worth rise. And when you do decide to you know, take a vacation, retire, or just sit down for a while, you'll have a financial nest egg on your side that you can use in those times of need. Hey, stay tuned. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about spending. We're going to wrap up the show. I appreciate you being a faithful listener and listening. Stand tuned in with me, even with my long sabbatical. But I'm back now. I'm back. Stay tuned. Hey, Radio Land, this is your host, S.E. Day. You know, here at the Legally Steal Show, we don't stroke your ears with music, but we do leave your brain all satisfied with the climax of issues that matter most to your wallet. Tune in to us Saturdays at 11 a.m. where we'll discuss the pressing issues of the day. Only on the Legally Steals show where we're bringing you issues that matter most to your wallet. Welcome back to the Legally Steals show. Once again, here's S.E. Day. Hey, America. I'm back. I'm back. Okay, we're going to wrap up this segment of the show or wrap up the show with this segment, uh, better put. Um, spending. Did you know spending is the arch enemy of saving? Think about it for a second. Spending, why is it so easy to do? Saving, why is it so hard to do? Those two things juxtapose will show you a dynamic stretch, one end to end. Spending, very easy to do. We spend without thought. Savings, one of the hardest things to do. We have to get into the habit of it. Why don't we get out of the habit of spending? How do we get into the habit of spending? Well, because remember, every business is chasing your dollar. So everything that you do, you have to buy. You have to put money on. So you have to purchase it. You have to spend money. It's just that simple. But 
why do we have to chase you down? I mean, there's this commercial. I'm sure you've seen it. This pink-suited individual with a pig's head is walking, and this one person is chasing it down. I mean, he's chasing it. He's jumping over cars. He's missing buses. Uh, he's running through restaurants all to feed the pig. Feed the pig. I think it's feedthepig.org. I have to double check on that. But the whole point of that organization is get into the habit of savings. Get into the habit of putting money aside for yourself, for your future. And by whatever means necessary, if you have to cut back on that latte or, you know, pack a lunch, that's getting into the habit of it. You are nothing is more important than putting money aside. You know, they say it takes 21 days to break a habit. Well, I think it takes 21 days to, you know, create a habit. So why not over the next 21 days, you make it a point of putting money aside, putting it aside, saving it for yourself, make it a habit. But let's go into spending. Okay, spending. Do you realize that 50% of your budget, 50% of your budget goes to waste? And you say, whoa, 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 what do you mean? What do you mean? 50%. Let's start on little things. Okay. The other night I was looking at something on NBC Nightly News, and they were talking about this store. I think the store is in Boston. It's almost like a cooperative. But the store, I think it's in Boston. And what the store does, it sells the same products that your major chain, food chains, sell but they sell it at a deep discount. They're able to do this because we waste more food in America than any country on the planet. Waste. Okay? So let's say you go to major chain A where bananas cost you, you know, if you like a banana, and it can be any product. I'm using a banana. I like bananas. Okay? A banana costs you... Say fifty nine cents a pound. Fifty nine cents a pound. That's probably one banana. Okay, a banana and a half. Fifty nine cents a pound. You go to this store, you get bananas twenty nine cents a pound. Or nineteen cents a pound. It's the same stinking banana. Okay, let me change that. It's the same beautiful banana. But one is 59 cents a pound, the other is 19 or 29 cents a pound. Let's say 29 cents a pound. So you're saving 30 cents a pound, right? Now, but because it's sold at major chain A, you prefer to go into major chain A and buy it at 59 cents a pound, like it gives you some status in your neighborhood that you shopped at this place and you spent 59 cents a pound, uh, versus going and getting it at 29 cents a pound. Why are you buying the banana? Are you buying it to, you know, show that you are able to spend more money than, say, someone only able to spend 29 cents a pound? Are you buying it for health reasons? Well, if you're buying it for health reasons, it doesn't matter if you spend 29 cents or 59 cents. Well, yes, it does. Spend the 29 cents, you get the same benefits from the banana. Spend the 29 cents, not the 59 cents. Now, I'm using relatively small numbers, but if you think about it, how many of you go into, say, major chain A? You know what? The heck with major chain. Let's talk about this. Let's say you go into 
Macy's. All right. Now, Macy's retail products, they're marked up. We all know that in order for the business to stay in business, they have to mark it up to make a profit. Right. Not just to stay in business, but to make a profit. But then you will see a Ross. That's right. Ross store, R-O-S-S store, department stores. You can go into Ross and get the same product that you got at Macy's, but you get it at a grave discount. I mean, deep discount, say 40 to 50 percent off. What's the difference? Well, a lot of people think, well, you know, those clothes at Ross may be irregular or, you know, substandard. No, it's the same product. The deal is Macy's ordered too much. They ordered so much, and then they didn't sell those products to the public. Believe me, they went through all extreme measures where they marked it down, marked it down, marked it down, still didn't sell it. Well, here comes this business. Uh, Ross, and it's you know owned by a, a, a corporation, but they come in and they say we will come in and we will buy all of your products that you could not sell or you do not want anymore, and we'll put them in our stores and we'll pay you for them and we'll put them in here for a discount. It's the same product. I tell you what, if you ever see me walking down the street, if you ever meet me, I've probably been to Ross. And you will never know the difference if I bought my clothes at Macy's or I bought them at Ross. You'll never know the difference. I still look good. (laughs) Believe me, I still look good. But I saved money when I bought my my clothing. So what I'm telling you is spending. We got to get into the habit of savings and out of the habit of spending. We spend more unnecessary money than we need to. Um, Case in point. Years ago, 25 years ago, actually, uh, when I was in the desert, you know, Operation Desert Storm, for those of you who are not born, and it started August 2nd, 1990, um, when I was in Saudi Arabia, I realized something. I went to some of their stores. And you could negotiate everything. You walked in the store, if you saw a price and you said, oh, that's too high. And you walk out the store, the store owners or shop managers would chase you down to sell you the product. I'm literally chase you out the store to sell you the product. About six months of Americans being in Saudi Arabia, we could not negotiate a thing. Why? Because in America, we're used to walking into the store, we see a price, we do not negotiate the price, we just buy it. It's there, I like it, I bought it. I had the money, I bought it. Right. Many of us have clothing in our closets that we've paid for that may still have the tags on it. It looked good when you bought it. But now it doesn't look so good. It's a year old. I don't want it anymore. That goes to say that we are some of the careless, most frivolous spenders on the planet. Yet we don't save. In, in, In Saudi Arabia, when we were, when they realized that, hey, these people will come here and whatever price you have on a product, they will buy it. We, we basically ruined the culture. 
because you can negotiate before. Now you can. Other countries know that. Uh, as tourists, we go around the world, and they have a price. They price fix. They know you're coming. Why not? Raise the price, and you go in and you buy it because they know you're going to buy it. You buy it for whatever reasons, souvenirs, sentimental, whatever. You're spending a lot of money, money you could be saving. Okay, we'll talk about negotiations on another show, all of that good stuff. I'm just telling you, you got to get into the habit of saving, savings and out of the habit of spending. You got to do it because otherwise you're putting yourself in a bad situation. And many of us are already in a bad situation. I mean, come on, just the recent future. Uh, I'm sorry, the recent past 2007, 2008, when the market crashed, many of us didn't think we'd be out of jobs. Many of us thought we were secure on our jobs. And what happened? Economy crashed, businesses shut back or cut back. You lose your job. Now you wish or then you wish you had savings put aside because you could have, you know, lived a little bit longer uh, comfortably. And those of you that had savings, don't you wish you had put aside a little bit more? I'm telling you, as you know, my grandparents used to say when I was a kid, you prepare for war in a time of peace. Okay, if you don't know what that means, then you prepare for a rainy day in a time of prosperity. Okay? Prosperity, that's when you want to put money aside because a rainy day is coming. You've got to get into the habit of saving and get out of the habit of spending. All right, just a recap. First thing you need to do. Once you finish listening to this show, and if you missed the show, no problem. We're on iTunes. You can look us up, Legally Steal Show. For all of you out there with the Apple products, look us up, iTunes. And for you with the Android, because, you know, we're looking at people, you have your phones in your faces or your tablets in your face, Google me, S.E. Day, Legally Steal Show, S.E. Day. You can also find us on Twitter, Legally Steal. You know the name, Legally Steal. But look us up, and you can take this, take this show and just follow along with it. But here's what I'm telling you. Create a budget. That's the first thing. Create a budget. Get into the habit. Second thing, get into the habit of savings. Always put something aside. Treat it like you're spending. Save money like you're spending. I like that. Save money like you're spending. That's the second thing. And third thing, get out of the habit of spending. You're spending too much money and you're not saving enough and you're getting yourselves in trouble. Listen, Follow me up next week. We're going to talk about credit. We're going to be here Saturday, 11 a.m. This show is recorded, okay? Saturday's show will be live, so you'll be able to call in. You'll be able to, you know, log on to Blog Talk and look up Legally Steal Show and give us a call. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear from you. Also, you can send us, you know, information or you can send us questions. And I've received quite a bit of questions on our email the show, the show at LegallySteal.com, the show at LegallySteal.com. That's T-H-E-S-H-O-W at LegallySteal.com. Stay tuned, stay safe, enjoy the holiday, and I will hear you here next Saturday, 11 a.m. Peace.